everyone. Welcome to our first episode of our yet-to-be-named D&D podcast. In this episode, we'll be going through some backstories and character introductions. Right after that, we'll be jumping right into the campaign. So, without further ado, please enjoy the show. 400 summers ago, Thurisdun ensnared Melora with his madness. Under his guidance and tormented by his ceaseless whispers, Melora reformed the world, creating the Ristral chain and leaving humanity to rot without water. As the many seas and oceans dried up, the various continents raged war, desperate for survival. As all seemed on the brink of total chaos, a hermit who worshipped the near-forgotten Erethus walked the great continent in search of those particularly wise and skilled to find a solution. He, in addition to ten exceptional individuals, invented new irrigation and well-building techniques, preventing the downfall of life in the realm. With their knowledge, they convinced the great continent to unite, and they formed the first high council in the center of the new continent, Unir, with Hermit Gus as the first to be seated on the high seat. My name's Sierra. I'll be your DM for this campaign. And if you guys want to go around and introduce yourselves, go for it. Uh, my name is Morgan. Um, I'll be the virgin for this campaign. <laughs> I've never played before, and I have a very loose grasp of what's going on. That's okay. <laughs> but I'm real good at character building, so... <laughs> that's gonna happen we're really excited it's, to be honest it's, I think it's more fun to play with D&D virgins than the people who try to what is it munchkin everything oh god so Quinn <laughs> my name is Quinn I will be your munchkin for this campaign and all the campaigns following um, munchkin rule lawyer take your pick um, yeah and I'm Kurt uh, I mean, I'm not quite as munchkin-y or as virgin-y as the other two players for this campaign, but uh, I don't know. I enjoy having a, having a good giggle, a good goof a good every time. so often. The only normal player amongst us. <laughs> yeah. So we're, our hopes are to be playing over the next about 15 weeks, and we're thinking we're going to break it down into three different mini-campaigns, uh, one by, led by myself, one led by Quinn, and one led by Kurt. Um, and hopefully our characters will survive along the way. But uh, <laughs> we'll see. Um, so, guys, um, let's just jump right into it, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, the capital city of Unir is in mourning after the premature death of the most recent holder of the High Council's seat. Benwin Cattleherd. He had been found dead in his bed the previous week after having suffered a heart attack. After a week of mourning, today the whole city is shut down to allow the public procession of his body out of the city, where it will be sent back to the lowlands as per his request. The week leading up to the procession, the council had called for the city cleansing of its usual sooty outer layer. Unir was granted the title of capital, for both its convenience and geography, being set close to the geographic center of the continent, as well as its industrial advancement. The cost of innovation had been mountains worth of coal to fuel the various factories and centers of production. 
The outcome is the constant layer of soot on every surface of the city and fashionable face masks for the locals. Perhaps ironically, the funeral procession is the most colorful the city has been in several years, not because the cleaning had actually been able to completely strip the black stain from buildings in the street, but all factory workers had been given a three-day holiday leading up to the procession and hoped to clear the air to encourage more viewers. The plan had worked, and the locals now lined the street under a blue sky in their most colorful garments, since this may be the only time they won't have to wear, worry about soot stains. After spending the morning among the procession and crowds, a deep gnome has been granted a break in his watch. Wanting to grab a bite, and having heard that the Sloshed Bear Inn was offering a free lunch to all working security for the event, Verbal makes his way to the Rowdy Inn. The outside of it, the inn, black like all of its fellow buildings, features a poorly painted but regularly scrubbed sign depicting a teddy bear smoking a mug of ale. Below hangs a less often cleaned sign that says in all capital letters, no smoking. Verbal enters the inn to find an exceptionally smoky interior, crowded almost to the brim with overwhelmed workers. The room has two long tables lined by benches that take up most of the space. In the back, there are a couple of small tables, also full. Most of the guests appear to be to also be part of the city guard or those like Ferbal who had taken up temporary work for the security of the event. There are also a few seedy merchants selling bits of whatever they swear is Benwin's hair and garments as well as the occasional guild apprentice looking thoroughly out of place and nervous. Along the walls, there are a few women clearly looking for business, and through the crowds bob a few scurrying employees of the inn with mugs of ale, bowls of soup, and hunks of meat to the hungry guests. To top it off, there's a band of bards playing merrily next to the fireplace to the right. Verbal, what would you like to do? Okay, yes. So I look around the room, yeah, and does anybody seem to like notice me, like right off the bat? Or is no, it... there's a lot of action going on. No one notices you enter. Okay, then I'll probably, on the two long tables, is there like a place for me to like pop a squat and just kind of like sit? Or do I have to... Mm, would you like to do that? Uh... You're yeah. pretty small. Yeah, I'm probably, like, I've been working all day. There's free lunch here. Yeah, you're pretty small. I'll, yeah, you can go ahead and wriggle up beside a, a yeah, couple kind of, of like, shove security workers. Yeah, kind of, like, shove my little body just, like, in between these two huge-looking humans. Just, like, hello, <laughs> friends. And I just kind of just... They look down to you. They give you a hearty nod and keep digging into their meal. All right. So... Um, you believe you haven't been spotted, but there is one person whose job is to keep an eye on the door, and uh, that would be one of the bartenders, Jeff. You notice uh, Furble go and squeeze in between two big guys. I make my way over to um, this new guest, and I ask him, uh, what can I get you, sir? Oh, um, yes, I would like your, your most nourished-sized um, sing of, uh, of wine, just 
you know, normal for my little donor's hands. And maybe a good chunk of meat would be nice for me, thank you very much. Human-sized chunk of meat? Oh. Of course. I, I only eat human-sized chunks of meat and I will get them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Goes right over his head. <laughs> Steps away. Go make your drinks. Mm-hmm. While you go make your drinks, um, a wood elf enters having been on decorating duty all day. Um, she and a band of uh, druids had been asked to encourage some floral growth amongst the usually coal-stained buildings and looking for any coins she can find. She was happy to take the job, but now she's also here to grab some something to eat. May, you've just entered the sloshed bear. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to do? Well, I, I'm, I'm not too sure. I thought I worked here. <laughs> I'm going to look for a place to sit down and get some food. I'm not one to miss an opportunity for free food. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, I, but I'm going to go over by the corner. I don't want to be in anybody's way. The seats are the seats are full. There are a couple chairs in the back um, with the working women. Um, would you like to? Yeah, sit I'm fine sitting them? with them. Okay, cool. They seem like hardworking folks. They are hardworking folks. Okay, so you sit amongst them. They kind of give you a side eye. One of them winks at you. I'll wink back. <laughs> she approaches. Oh, cool. So, hey. Hi, Missy. Would you uh, Would you like some company? I'd love some. Thanks. Ah, well, um, what type of company would you like? Well, I, I really just came here to, to get some food. So, would, would you like to eat with me? She looks slightly taken aback. <laughs> You're not from around here, are you? No, no. I've been working in the city for a few years, but... Okay. Um, I'm, I'm gonna... Are, are, I'm gonna go. <laughs> oh. She wanders off looking for a more potential, potentially suitable um, uh, people to serve, well, get money from. <laughs> oh, another night alone, I guess. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. She wasn't made for courting. <laughs> She's got her tunnel vision. Yeah. Now, have I seen May, like, have I seen? Did I, did I see would you like to do a there? perception check? I would like to do a perception First check. First roll. <laughs> do it on paper. It's a natural nine. <laughs> perception. That's a plus three. So that's a that's a twelve. That's fine. Matter. It wasn't hard. I mean, you're, you haven't got your food yet, so there's not much to entertain you. True. Um, yeah, you you notice. Um, the tall wood elf walk in, she's sitting in the corner. She looks a little out of place among the other ladies who are occupying that area. How attractive is she? She's very lovely. I mean, can I roll like for to... how attractive I am? <laughs> would you like to describe yourself? What do you look like? Um, she has long, dark brown, almost black hair, but like if it hits the right light, you can see that it's brown. Very long. Um, <laughs> She's, she's very tall. She's an elf, so she's fair, I guess. Fair-skinned. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good. You can go ahead and roll for your check. <laughs> what, what do I roll for that? Let's give it a d20. All Let's right. Let's do it. Can I? It's a two. <laughs> <laughs> You see, beauty is subjective. Let's remind us here. But purple to your eyes, this elf has long, dark, matted hair. Her her fair complexion is almost gaunt looking. Not your, uh, not your cup of tea. Any semblance of a boner that Fergal might have had is just <laughs> Just like, I look over, I glance at her, and I'm like, yikes. And I go back to eating. Right, I haven't got my food yet, so I just like kind of... Do you hustle. get aroused that easily? Just like, <laughs> have you think of an elf. Have you ever met a gnome? Gnomes are horny fuckers. So okay. Right? Why do you think I played the character that one time? Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, well... <laughs> I have a question. Is she currently in her wild shape? Um, no, she did not say... She, so, alright. Yikes. Just permanently. Oh, guys. Okay. So, um, after a while... Um, how, how are you doing behind the bar, Jeff? I don't know. Do I have to uh, roll to... Uh... You're good. It's your okay, job. I'm just pouring one. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. And he said uh, a and hunk of human another. meat, but okay. you know, yeah. you just took it as meat. <laughs> yeah, we got. It. All right, so all right, so he's gonna bring some food back over to you, some food and wine. All right. Um, yeah. Do, do you guys want to have an interaction at all, or are you good? I drop on his table. You drop it on his table. Okay. Uh, I I take the coin that is no, it's free, it's right? Free. <gasps> I I go for my coin purse, and I realize it's free, and I'm just like. Uh, you know what? This fellow seems mighty nice. And I give him a little coin and say, play a tubble. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. Thank you. There you go. So, uh, how long have you been working here at the, uh, the Schloss Bear? Is that the name of this establishment? Or what is the... Yeah, that's it. I've been working here my whole life. Family in. Very nice. So at this moment, um, go ahead and roll a perception check. You can all roll perception checks. Ooh, with what? With 20. Okay, 20. So that's a five for verbal. I got a, up with, a uh, seven. A four. What's my a modifier? One. If you go um, to the wisdom. Wisdom? Okay, so it's a plus three, elf. so I got a ten. Let me see. Also, as an elf, you have natural <laughs> proficiency. I what does that natural mean? <laughs> you guys don't notice one, anything. I more to it. Okay, so I got a twelve. There you go. You don't notice anything. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's fine. Um, so, you guys are having this interaction. Um, yeah, uh, would you like to <laughs> do anything else? <laughs> I was going to talk with my friend here, Jeff, but he seems to me to be kind of boring and just not very lively in general, so I kind of nod at him. Uh, any wink that I gave him before, I realized was an absolute mistake, and I go start drinking my 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 wine. You're a judgy gnome. Yeah. <laughs> um, listen. I think Ferbal just thought that. May was so ugly because he's just gay and he just doesn't understand what a pretty elf looks like. That's not canon. That's not canon, alright. It's fine. <laughs> huh. Well, guys, um, as the time goes on, 
Uh, there's a lot of noise all around you. The bards are really putting on a good show. Um, and you notice one of the bards uh, tries to go over to the back corner where there are two small tables and people with their heads down. One of them, um, one of them kind of looks up and starts clapping and, and, and playing along. But as he gets over to another table, you, you notice a half-orc kind of flexes muscles and kind of glare at him a little bit. And the bard just quickly, ooh, <laughs> excuse me, sir, <laughs> and does it plays his fiddle back to the front. Um, and go ahead and if you would like to look in more, go ahead and roll a perception check. That's a natural 19 plus 3. Okay. You're a <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, I move perfect. on the story. Thank God. Yeah, okay. Purple finally got the head out of his ass. He's <laughs> to look up from his human conscience. Good. He's uh, noticing things now, finally. So you look at this table, Furble, and there's four people, and immediately you recognize one of them to be Eve. You haven't seen her in years, but she's leaned over this table with a gnome, a halfling, and the half-orc, and they seem to be deep in discussion, all four of them. I don't know how to react, actually, because it's been, it's been so long since I've... How, how dirty am I? Just a quick check for how dirty I am. Um, am I a dirty boy? Mentally or... <laughs> You, <laughs> you, um, at the, so far the day has not given you much tussle or anything. Everyone's okay. in really high spirit considering it's a funeral, right. um, because they all have gotten off work. So you, you'd be a little sweaty from standing out in the sun, but at the same time, you're not like gross. I mean, usually people are covered in soot, but I mean, for Unir, you're looking good. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I kind of, I do the thing where, like, I try to, like, brush off my, like, my jacket just a little bit, try to, like, straighten my, straighten my posture, and I kind of, like, nonchalantly, like, I'm walking over there anyway, and it's like, oh, oh, hello, fancy meeting you here, how are you doing, my friend, and I go up and I, I, I give her a, a, a hug. <laughs> Roll a charisma check. <laughs> What? That's not uh, that's not purple stripes. <laughs> that's a natural two, but my charisma is minus one. <laughs> you go over, and the whole table freezes, and all four of them look at you. <laughs> you see the half work just start like standing up for a second, and Eve is just like, stop, stop, Furbolt. This really isn't a good time. Okay, well, I will lead you to your business then. And I take a good long look at this half-orc. Or half-orc, yeah. Uh-huh. How much am I shitting my pants looking at this man? He's massive. And you also kind of recognize him now that you're looking at him. He is part of the High Council. And you only know this because you are temporarily hired by the High Council for extra security, in the, and he is the head of security in the Great Continent. 
Oh, so my name, Uber boss. <laughs> yes, your Uber boss. Um, this is Gormick Rockhard of Ristral. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, how do you spell Rockhard? Uh, oh, uh, that would be... Um, <laughs> shut up. You know how it is. I give a very deep bow to my good friend Gormick. And then... As quickly as my little gnome and, or gnomish legs will carry me, run back to my table with my food. Roll a dexterity check. <sighs> oh no! <laughs> That's an eight for me total. As you start running away, Gormick just kind of <laughs> and, and grabs you by the cuff of the shirt and <laughs> says, Do you want me to do anything about this one? He's addressing Eve. And she says, no, 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 no. He's a, he's a friend of mine. It's just, this really isn't a... And then she stops. And she looks at you. And she looks at the woman next to her, the halfling. And she says, actually, this could be the answer to our problem. And we're going to stop for now. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been our first episode of a much longer campaign to come. If you enjoyed this episode, well, to be honest, we don't know where we're posting it yet. So... If there's a possibility of following, we would really appreciate it. And uh, we hope you tune in next time. Peace.